0: we're live we're live we're back with masks and Nyarlathotep like play games it's been a good six months right jeff jeff commented yeah. that he thought the downtime between the prologue and the adventure was going to be um what it's listed in the book of five years before we got back it to seems this. we were getting close <laughs> i think we were getting close felt so, like it yeah we've got some new faces so we did the prologue here previously earlier in the year jeff played in that um Megan also played that. She'll also be joining us. She can't make it this week. So Gwen and Louis Salvatore will be returning. Unfortunately, our friends over on the other side of the pond can't play with us because it's the middle of the night for them. So we have Aaron, Pat, and Evan that will be joining us uh, for the rest of this adventure. Unfortunately, Evan also can't make it tonight. Uh, but he'll be here next week as well. And we'll get to meet his new character. I just realized I don't have the rolls up. So, um, If you missed it, you can go to Garbley Games on YouTube. You can watch the prologue. It was their adventures in Peru where they fought fat-sucking vampires alongside their friend Jackson Elias. And now we fast forward five years later. We're going to pick up and find out whatever he's been up to, what's been going on. Uh, They've all received a telegram from their old friend Jackson Elias, summoning them to New York to meet with him. And uh, but we'll get into all of that. Let's do some roundtables first, and then we'll get into this adventure where we're at. We got a little bit of exposition stuff to get out of the way with this. It's a it's a bit of a beast this adventure, so we'll get that out of the way, and then we'll get playing. So Aaron, you're up first, my overlay. Uh, can you tell us uh, about your character, please?
1: I'll be playing Seamus Rook, a young man uh, trained as a as a burglar, a safecracker. Uh, in Los Angeles, and things got a little hot for him, so he decided to join up and head over to Europe and fight against the Germans in World War One. At the end of the war, he was tooling around England, and that's where he met Jackson Elias. They struck up a bit of a friendship, as uh, Seamus Rook did a few favors for him on the book that he was working on at the time. Then he moved himself back to Chicago because, well, L.A. was still off-limits for him a job gone way too bad. Then he got that telegram from, uh, Jackson and, and headed to the big apple to see what he could do for his old pal.
0: Very good. All right. You're going to fit right in with Louie. <laughs> uh, Pat, welcome to the game. Can you tell us about Veronica, please?
2: Thank you very much. Veronica West is a determined woman, uh, who's fallen into, uh, a bit of uh, a bit of wealth uh, in her uh, in her late thirties, as uh, she uh, uh, came from humble upbringings. Her father was a mobster, and her mother was rich, and uh, you know. And um, she learned a lot as a child. She learned from her father to uh, cheat, lie, and steal her way to the top, and uh, she learned from her mother how to survive people like her father. And uh, now she uh, makes a living uh, in her uh, in her husband's uh, footsteps the man tragically passed and she uh, survived him and uh, took on his role as director of the museum of natural history
0: very good in new york city maybe are you based in new york <laughs> yes, yes. are you based in new york i don't know yes, that's I what i'm curious Sorry. for every because you don't have to be from new york right <laughs> you're answering you're answering a message and coming here after you get this telegraph so you don't necessarily have to be from here uh that's why i was curious I know Louis from New I, York. I
2: mean, I, I like the Natural History Museum, personally. Uh, the one that's in, in New York. And, uh, you know, figured I'll have it.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Hey, Melissa. Uh, I heard you've been tired of hearing Jeff talk in New York accent all day. But you've shown up here to hear more of it. I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Jeff, tell us about
3: Louis. Louis Salvatore is from Queens. He's from Flushing, New York. He is a... Uh... Private investigator from a very large Italian family. Uh, he's a bit of the black sheep. Uh, he's married, but his, he and his wife don't really talk anymore. He had a daughter as well. Uh, doesn't really get to see her very often. Uh, he uh, he's he's spent a little time working uh, for the uh, the mob, you know, organized crime families and such. Mainly as like a, you know, blackmailer. He uh, he he blackmails politicians and. And you know, law enforcement who get in the way of various bootlegging efforts uh, for some of the uh, some of the the major crime families. here. and uh, yeah, these days his wife uh, his wife kind of kicked him out of the house, and so he's been living above a bakery uh, somewhere near Jamaica Queens. And uh, he's got a little he's got a little friend downstairs to bake his kid. Kind of serves as his assistant every now and then. And he, uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not been a good couple of years since Peru. It's not been good.
0: Let me ask you this. Have you kept in touch with anybody, uh, after Peru? Some of the I old mean, gang? Gwen, Gwen I mean, ha- stomps around New York. You, two of you may have run into each other.
3: I imagine we, we run in different circles. Uh, hers yeah. are clean, uh, and well thought of. Mine are dirty and, uh, you know, the opposite. But I would imagine nice. maybe we ran into each other every now and then, uh. I like to think that uh, the baker's kid reminds Louis of Jaden every day. Yeah, like he's just like just a spitting image. It's a spitting image, uh, <laughs> and maybe uh, maybe Louis has become a cricket uh, a cricket aficionado and has been <laughs> keeping keeping tabs on LC. And he has heard through the grapevine that poor things have happened to old Quentin, uh, the professor, and uh, hope uh, for for a speedy recovery.
0: I'm hoping when we make our way to the, to England. We might run into some of those characters.
3: You think uh, you think I'm gonna make it that far? That's well,
0: you might not make it that far. I don't know. Some of the I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, four years ago, five years ago is when um, the events in Peru took place. Uh, you, all of you, have received a telegraph. You received a telegraph from your dear friend Jackson Elias. I'll read it out here for everybody at home. It says, "Have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop." Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Meet January 15th, New York. Stop. Jackson Elias. Now, the Carlisle expedition, I had sent you all some information, a video. Uh, I don't know if everybody got to watch it. There are news clippings in here you can read at your own leisure. But the Carlisle expedition was a very publicized expedition. Uh, uh, Roger Carlisle was a wealthy American who was going overseas. Uh, He claims he had found uh, what could possibly be king solomon's mines uh he went over to europe uh oh, sorry over to egypt and started his search there he met up with a number of other people uh from there they figure they pinpointed it to kenya and uh, they went to mombasa unfortunately the carlisle expedition disappeared in mombasa for quite some time and his sister erica carlisle picked up the trail and she went over there and uh, she found the massacre of the carlisle expedition when she was over there um so this was a heavily publicized event that took place over the last few years so everybody's aware of this carlisle expedition you've all heard of it um so when you get a telegraph telling you about this thing that's happened years and years and years ago it's no longer in the news uh it's a little strange it's kind of out of the norm for jackson lies who typically his mo was chasing after Uh, supposed cults and supernatural things and debunking them. He was a a famous debunker. His books were always about uh, giving you a a realistic spin on everything and how it isn't quite what it seems. Uh, But he did leave some of those. He left a lot of details out about Peru that um, only Louis and the others who were there uh, can attest to. But people would think you were crazy if you brought them up, right, Louis?
3: People do think I'm crazy when I do bring them up. Why do you think I'm living in a bakery?
0: <laughs> the baker's <biggest laughs> kid. Uh, so you get the telegraph, and as you all kind of arrive in New York, or you get the telegraph, um, you get a call from Jackson Alliance. And it's all basically the same. He's he's He sounds frightened. He's kind of frantic. He's anxious on the phones. And he just lets you know that um, he wants you to meet you, meet him at the Hotel Chelsea, room 401 at 8 p.m., if you push him for any details or any sort of information, he's... Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't talk about it now. I can't talk about it now. We can do it in person. I can't do it over the phone. Trust me. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you everything when you get here. I can only... I need people I can trust is basically the, is the message he gets across. And knowing Jackson, you know he's a strong man. There's not a lot that shakes him. Um, again, Louis, going through Peru, you, you knew like he kind of laughed everything off. He was handy with a gun. He was very confident. So this is not like Jackson Elias, to be anxious, to be upset, to be frightened. You've never really heard this uh, in your friend's voice before.
3: He was skeptic to a fault. So if uh, something scares him, that's something new.
0: That's right. So you're all summoned to the Hotel Chelsea. The Hotel Chelsea is located on West 23rd Street, New York City. Uh, It was once an apartment building. It's been since renovated in the last few years into something much grander many of the people who who live at the hotel chelsea are actually permanent residents and it's a bit of a bohemian rap uh bohemian hangout a lot of artists kind of hang out and come here and live in this building so gwen would not be uh an uncommon sight probably here she'd probably be very familiar with the hotel chelsea but uh what does everybody want to do do you want to get to the hotel a little early do you want to have a drink what does this look like how do how you all arrive at the hotel chelsea
1: so Seamus, uh, Seamus Rook would saunter up about an hour early. Uh, sure. He'd case, he'd, he'd take a walk, casual walk around the, around the hotel, checking out where all the exits and entrances were, see about the ground floor windows, how easy they're going to be to open if he needs to. Then he would go into the bar, he doesn't drink. His, uh, his mentor told him, he said, well, you, for one, you know, prohibition, but two He's uh he, he does not drink. His mentor said, "When you're on a job, when you're on or meeting for somebody for a job, you stay clean and sober." So he doesn't. He he'd sit down and he he'd order himself a, a sarsaparilla or something like that, and he would just watch people walking in and out of the bar for a while, seeing if he could
0: uh, spot any likely marks. Sure, I'm just gonna increase the sound here for people at home. The ambiance of the Hotel Chelsea. So we're in January in New York. Uh, it has been unusually cold this January, uh, and there has been a blizzard about two weeks ago. It lasted three or four days. It crippled the city of New York, and the snow was piled very high, and it's very cold and very wet. So you case the place out. There's alleys all around it. Uh, there's a rickety old, uh, fire escape on either side of this building, but nothing really kind of seems out of the ordinary when you stake it out. You enter... The hotel Chelsea. You're greeted by the people at the desk. How, how can I help you? Are you are you, are you here for room?
1: Oh uh, no, I'm meeting a, a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Jackson Elias. He said uh, he said to meet him here. He's up in. Uh, he tells me room four hundred one. Yes, because... Mr. yes, Mr. Elias. Yes, he's in room four hundred one. Shall I, I ring him? Have... Uh no, I'm a few minutes early. I don't want to press the man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna saunter into your bar and have a drink, and then then I'll, then then we'll talk to him at, at, at eight. Very good, very good.
0: Please enjoy yourself. And they kind of show you over to the to the bar. Uh, Veronica, what about you? What's what's your approach? When do you want to show up? What what do you want to do?
2: Veronica's a busy woman. She likes to be punctual, not too early, never too late.
0: She arrives in a
2: chauffeured car, of course, and uh, she arrives. Um, she steps out of the uh, out of the. Fancy car, mind you and uh, kind of looks around both ways she's dressed to the nines very fashionable, if not conservative black dress pearls uh, her go to uh, Boston bag and uh, she. Uh, uh, uh saunters over to the um, the entrance of the bar or of the uh, of the um, area, she probably looks a little bit out of place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, so you just saunter right in the bar. Yeah. Heads turn and they look at you as you enter and you walk in and they follow you as you head right into the bar with those heads. Uh, in there you'll see Seamus. Are you sitting at the bar, Seamus?
1: Yeah, he'd be sitting at the bar. Uh, probably towards one end so we could have, a uh, keep an eye on, on the entrance. Uh, more spending, spending more time watching the entrance to the bar than actually uh, drinking his drink.
0: So you see, the, you see this literal femme fatale into the room. The two of you have never met. You don't know each other. You don't even know that you're both here to meet Jackson and Elias. But she makes her way into the room and heads turn. Veronica, do you, what do you do? You head to the bar? Or what, what do, you, what do you take a table?
2: Um, yeah, I take a table. Uh, actually, I make my way to the bar. I, sure. uh, I kind of uh, gesture for service and say, I'm going to be sitting over there. If you don't mind, I'd really appreciate it.
0: Sure, the guy behind the bar, he gets a glass and he raises it for you. Right away, ma'am. Right away. I'll bring it right over. <laughs> hustles. He, he he makes your drink a lot faster than he made uh, Seamus' sarsaparilla. <laughs> Speaking about being out of place, Louis, What do you saunter? in?
3: So, uh, Louis already there. He's been there since like, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon and he's so when when Seamus gets there and he sits at the bar there's like some, there's a drunk at the bar and he's like, he's asleep his, he's, his arms stretched out, he's clinging to a glass that's empty maybe a little tiny bits of dripping on the floor and whenever the bartender comes around to get it, uh, all of a sudden I just uh, rouse bits dripping from on the there. Floor. and then once the bartender goes away, I suddenly wake up and I reach across the bar grab a thing of liquor, pour it whatever I got, gin, something like that into my glass and put it back and go back to my ruse of just being in a sleep drunk at the bar and that's the entirety of about six hours of, of
0: Louise's afternoon very good very good <laughs> so you've just been there drinking gin <laughs> nice. oh yeah all afternoon
3: it's way better than the, the bathtub gym that the big, uh, the baker's wife makes oh god it's, it's terrible
0: Let me ask you this. People on the stream, can you hear the background kind of like ambiance? There's like a radio, an old timey radio playing, footsteps and things like that. Just let me know in the chat. you'll get that. Um, All right. So you're in the bar, the three of you. You're all. Perfect. Thanks, Melissa. Um, You're all separate, but eight o'clock rolls. Well, let's say it's five to eight. What do you you all do?
1: Seamus would get up. Drop a couple of coins on the bar and and head back over and uh, to uh, to the concierge. Like, uh, it's, I think it's about time that you uh, ring Jackson's room for me, if that's okay. I have to go up and see my pal. You know, it's
0: no, not a problem, sir. What it was room four hundred one, correct? Yeah, four hundred one. That's right. Yeah, hold on. He goes over to kind of the switchboard and starts moving the switches around, and you see him there. He's got the phone his ear, and it's ringing it's ringing it's ringing it keeps ringing and ringing i'm sorry sir are you sure eight o'clock i'm not getting any answer from mr eliza's room yeah jackson said eight o'clock uh, on the nose and you know he's a punctual
1: man so maybe i'll just uh, head on up there and see if i can rouse him he might be uh taking a nap yes yeah be my guest sir
0: So uh, Seamus heads to the stairs.
1: He doesn't like to take elevators when he can, when he can avoid it.
0: Yeah, and there's a big, giant, grand, magnificent staircase uh, in this this building because it was an old apartment building that's been repurposed. Uh, it's it's 12 stories high. This uh, this hotel, and uh, yeah, you're able to take this this huge staircase up four flights. Pretty uneventful. Most people are taking these newfangled elevators. Seamus <laughs> likes to have
1: options. <laughs> right? Always likes to have options.
2: So, was the uh, was the mention of uh, Elias uh, loud enough for somebody sitting at a table by herself?
0: I'm gonna say, he wandered out of the bar into the main the main lobby. So, Seamus, did you announce it, or you just kind of in passing went over to them and spoke normal tones? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would
1: have just been talking normally to the concierge. Okay.
0: So, so I'm gonna say nobody else heard him mention Jackson Elias' name.
3: So, uh, if we all knew the time, I think yes. what Louis would do is seeing Seamus get up and leave coins will. Take the opportunity to try to swipe a bottle of gin from behind the bar. Really? Slide the coins from where Seamus was sitting over to where Louie is, and then make for the elevator.
0: You're gonna try and just <laughs> swipe Louis. a bottle or are you gonna try and buy yeah. a bottle?
3: Uh, wow. no, I'm just gonna i I'm just gonna swipe it. I mean if the seven if the seven I probably know right. where they get. Slide a hand. Alright, slide of hand. <laughs> right,
0: slide <slight> a <laughs> <Slight, laughs> <of> hand, <laughs> hand roll, we'll go for this one.
3: <laughs> okay. Alright. All right. I see your game, Matthew. Regular difficulty.
0: <laughs> regular difficulty. That's that's 38. Would you like to use some luck? <laughs> no, not <laughs> <for this. laughs> What? Nice it try, bro. will take you, what, 30 luck? What? Okay.
3: <laughs> Two thirds of my luck?
0: <laughs> 28 luck. 28 luck to pass this. Okay. So, uh, just lost you look up, you're gonna oh, burp a little, mm. and you eyeball a bottle of chin just on the other side of the bar and you start reaching for it as you do so you don't even see or notice another hand just slap yours out of the way and I don't think so pal you've had enough
3: no I've no it's just it's, uh, believe me I function better when this stuff's in me than.
0: when it's you've not. got more than enough in you pal I think it's time to go
3: I ain't your pal buddy
0: I ain't your buddy guy <laughs>
3: okay friend all right I see okay that's how you want to play it's fine it's fine we'll just you know next time you need a shipment then you go and you, you just you just wait you, you'll see and then he'll just leave uh, and uh, I will go for the elevator because he's probably struggling to get upstairs
0: sure so you're kind of <laughs> like stumbling yeah. uh Veronica you witnessed this this very drunk man get up kind of have an altercation at the bar uh, and stumble out of the room what do you want to do
3: she frozen oh no
0: we lost pat
3: yeah i think she. she oh yeah we can oh there we can hear we can hear
0: you pat can you hear us okay we will continue on despite technical difficulties hopefully pat can join us again shortly uh so you stumble oh you're back okay we can hear you
2: i'm gonna rejoin from my computer I'm gonna rejoin from my from my phone. This okay. internet is
0: shit tonight. Um, um, but
2: suffice to say, while I have connection, uh, yeah. she does does notice that and uh, warily. Oh, no, no,
0: Veronica.
3: I think I think she was gonna say warily appreciates the deafness with which Louis handled that situation. I think that must, that's I think that's, that what was, was, that's probably what she was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Lou, you wander to the elevator, and, like, yeah. the staff are looking at you, and they're kind of giving you the stink eye, and you get there, and, um, the, uh, the elevator, what is it, is it Bellboy? No, Elevator Operator, what are they called? The the Bell Bellhop.
1: Bellhop.
3: Bellhop. Bellhop?
0: Bellhop. Bellhop. Bellhop's there with his little uniform and his hat, and he's kind of like, what floor, sir?
3: Four. Can you take me to Four.
0: Oh, and he's just kind of he's oh, he <laughs> smells the gin coming d- off of you. Double
3: time it, double time it, and there's a there's a there's a diamond at for you.
0: Oh Come wow, on, let's go. whole dime, holy moly, mister.
3: Yeah, I mean, not for me. Somebody.
0: <laughs> All right, Veronica's back. Veronica, what do you do? All right, so um,
2: uh, where where are we at? Are we still getting you're out of in the, the bar. Elevator?
0: You're in the bar. Okay. You saw Louis Saunter out. It's it's your move now. It's just about eight o'clock. It's like a minute right, before eight. Well,
2: she is. Um, uh, so I I do think she noticed um, the gentleman uh, leaving, who was kind of uh, looking around, uh, who looked like um, he might have been uh, some sort of um, some sort of bit of yes, yes, alcoholic of the mob. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, she kind of, um, well, I, I, think she, she, uh, she figures that two people leaving at, at once around eight is not a coincidence, uh, and she's going to join the alcoholic, unfortunately. She would have rather joined the, uh, yeah. <laughs> better dressed and
0: better kempt. She was disappeared five minutes earlier. <laughs> <a> strange, <laughs> but so Um... If- yeah. Yeah, you get the I'm gonna say you get to the elevator and the door is just about to close and as it's closing you hear Louis say fourth floor. There's a dime in it for you. And the bellhop sees you and goes, Oh, pardon me, there's a ma'am. Well and he slides it open. What floor? Much
2: appreciated. Same as this gentleman. Oh gee, Whiz, do you know each other?
3: Louis will look around to see if there's somebody else in the elevator when she says gentlemen. There Oh yeah. <laughs> Me.
2: Never met him in my life. He just happens to be going to the same floor as mine.
0: And he oh, reeks the up gin. there.
3: <sighs> it's camouflage. It's what it is.
0: Alright. So the elevator door closes and the floors go by. Uh, you go up the four floors and as you get to the top, uh, Seamus has already entered from the stairwell and is making his way down the hall towards room 401 as the elevator ding! Hits the floor and the kid opens the door and he holds his hand out to you, Louie.
3: You <coughs> shake it. Well done. You know, I will. Ru- I'll rummage a, and I'll see if I have dime? anything in me, and I will give him whatever I, if I can if I have something.
0: You've got a dime.
3: I'm sure I've got a dime, so I'll give him a dime. There you go. It's good. Good. Good time. Good work. It was really a smooth ride, kid.
0: He straightens his little bellhop jacket and. He looks to you, Veronica. (laughs) Puts his hand out. Is this a...
2: uh, I would know if this was a customary thing. He's looking for a tip. Do people normally tip elevator bellhops? Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, God, I'm sorry. I'm I'm so out That's okay.
0: (laughs) Well, Louis gave him one, so he's hoping to get one from you, too.
2: Um, Alright, you know, uh, Veronica... Oh! Veronica gives him a little kiss on the cheek. (laughs) Oh, he blushes. She steps
0: out. All right, you I'm give the
3: kid a dirty look. By the way, a... here
0: we okay, go. I see a game. This whiz. is my backup
3: character. He's my backup character when Louis does
0: it. <laughs> the, bell the
3: sidekick, the bellhop. <laughs> yeah, he's he's smart. He's playing all the angles. This kid.
0: Uh, all right, so the three of you are in the hallway. Uh, you see Seamus. You don't know him. You see him. He's walking in the direction of the door that you're all going towards. Room four hundred one in the Hotel Chelsea. And uh, I'm going to say, you all, Veronica and Louis, you, you both start kind of walking in the same direction. And maybe you kind of look at each other like, Are you following me? You weird. Both you think you weirdo in your head at the same time uh, to one another. And you walk in the same direction. And the three of you can all converge at the door for room 401. Three strangers meet in the hallway. So, lots uh, of boozy buttons and a
1: Sheba doing here i uh, sorry. What? You know, a a ritzy, a ritzy dame, and a and a drunk cop.
2: Nah, I ain't a cop.
3: And knock on the door.
2: Yeah, you're not I'm co- here for the same reason you are. We have a mutual associate in need of assistance.
1: Uh, you know Jackson too. He's a good egg.
2: A very fine researcher.
1: I don't know about that. We did a spot of work together in England a little while ago.
2: He's okay. Um, He's a great man. Good well, friend of my husband. Louis, my late
0: husband. You knock while they're talking. Go ahead and make me a listen roll. While the two of them are kind of getting well acquainted and you're just knocking on the door, <laughs> ignoring them.
3: Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, you, are we doing you rerolls? Knock. Bam, bam, bam,
0: bam. <laughs> uh, yeah, Melissa watched your re-roll, didn't she?
3: I'll, do, I'll use it, yeah. I want to
0: hear what's in there.
3: <laughs> you
0: can spend Seats. your luck. We didn't roll luck at uh, the beginning I, of this.
3: I will burn my luck because uh, it's only one this time, okay. so I will spend luck my luck. Spent.
0: So they're talking, and they're behind you, and you're kind of annoyed, like, ah, keep it down. And you knock, and inside you hear, oh! and you can hear, like, multiple footsteps inside the room. Like, hurried footsteps, and things being kind of, like, Shuffled and moved. It's I so will
3: jumbled. yell out, Jackson. And then I will put a shoulder into the door see if I can... Like, hey, Jackson! And I'll try to ram my shoulder into the door.
0: Okay, go ahead and make me a strength roll. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm in my early 50s, man. <laughs> you can also do locksmith oh, if you want. Oh, uh, look at you. You lean into it. Look at that. <laughs> it's, and the it's, door it's swings the boost. open. As the door swings open, you see your friend Jackson Elias laying on the ground, his guts, his stomach cut open, his intestines spilled out in the floor in a pool of blood. You see blood pouring out from his forehead and the window leading to the fire escape wide open and the backside of two men fleeing out the fire escape. Before you can do anything though, you turn to your side and you see there's a third man who's bringing down a knife on you.
3: <gasps> on me?
0: <laughs> on you. You're like gently, the one who busts- right? Like the
3: hand to me. He's not trying to stab <laughs> me. he's just bring it down from like the room a, here. Like a shelf that was too high for but me. But
0: he misses with a ninety-five. <laughs> so he swings. You burst in the room with such force, and he swings as you go by. And he's kinda of, he's standing there. He's wearing this strange headdress on his head. It's kinda of like there's like an open mouth with this. Almost like this this red tongue made out of felt hanging down. And he's wearing a suit, but he has this crazed look on his face. And he's carrying a, a large, curved dagger. And he says, I'll kill you! In a thick accent. And lunges at you.
3: Stranger things have tried,
0: and they failed, so... Uh, um, can we hit back now? Yeah, Seamus she- <laughs> Sheamus and Veronica, you see this. You see the two men leaving out the hall window, Jackson Lice lying dead on the floor. Oh, as, soon, as soon as I,
2: I even saw this uh, drunkard pushing on the door, my hand was on my uh, my lovely um, uh, Gliznetti model 1910 pistol and uh, pulled right out of my purse. Shit's going down. I need to be armed. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Gliznetti.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a Two shreds. All right, so um, yeah, you're the only one with a pistol drawn. Uh Seamus, would you have a pistol handy?
1: Now, Seamus would would reach into his pocket and pull up pull out his blackjack, and he glances over and he says, "What, oh, Dame, packing a bean shooter? I'm staying out of your way, doll." And then he'll try to smack that blackjack into the guy uh,
2: with the knife. Best
0: damn like it. Very good. So we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're not gonna get dead heavy deep into the weeds here. Hey, Chuck, with um, with combat and how it works. But basically, you go in order of highest decks. And if you're packing a, a readied firearm, you take your decks and add fifty to that your deck score. So I'm gonna say in this instance, Veronica, you're gonna get. You're gonna act first. You pull your your piece out of your purse. So I'll let you fire. Uh, Louis and and Seamus, what are your deck scores? Just so I'm aware. Ninety. 80. Is there an
2: easy combat button that we can press? Mm, you can or do, do have fire firearms on the
3: combat screen. If you do the combat screen, if you have that uh, set up, you can roll it from there in the combat. Oh, I have
2: firearms though. So, but I can't. I don't see that I can click that. Um, anyway, whatever. I, I I can do the math. Um, so, uh, ranged attack
0: is dex plus firearms, right? Uh, let me just take a quick look at your character sheet. You can just roll. Um, Did you get your kick sheet set up? Oh nine, that's a hit. That's a success. You want to roll low.
2: Oh, yeah, and my firearms, to be clear, is a a skill level 70.
0: Okay, so you want to roll 70 or under. So you have like a great success, essentially with this. Okay, so you fire D10 D10 for damage? Yes. Roll me your damage, please.
1: (laughs) Who are you shooting at? The guys
0: getting out the window, or... Um, well, I think they're far gone. They are uh, gone. They you... are leaving. Like, yeah, you they're... saw their backsides as the door got burst open. They're fl- they are they've fled out the fire escape. So you're going to have to chase after them if you want to catch after them.
2: But, but there's there's no way in hell my character didn't hear, I will kill you! In a nondescript accent.
0: Yes. Oh, and you see this guy. He kind of, like, fell yeah. into the doorway when he tried to, hey, like, bash Louis as he barreled in. Uh, oh, yeah. five damage. All right, so you clip this guy. You hit him. And he's bleeding and he turns to you and he's got a mad look in his eyes and he looks straight at you with this curved dagger in his hand. I'll kill you next. Good luck. Uh, Okay. Uh, over to you, Seamus. Fella, I'm gonna
1: bust you right in your choppers. Brings the blackjack down.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll me your. Oh yeah, you got. I set up blackjack. That's a success. Roll your damage. You bring the blackjack down on his head. Five. Five more points of damage. With that, he crumples. You subdue him. He falls to the ground. He's bleeding from the gunshot wound, but you also you knock him out with that. And you also you're you're in the room now as well, and you see Jackson Lys. He's on the floor, intestines spilled out. Window open. Cold. January air blowing in. What do you do?
3: Run out the window.
0: Yeah, you I, can get on the I, fire escape. Yeah,
3: yeah Louis will just—I mean, he'll have his gun out too. He does—he does draw that pretty quick. I think it's one of its uh, one of his talents or whatever. But he'll he'll run out the window and it, look look up or down, see if there's a particular way they went, and give chase.
0: All right, let's switch up our sounds here because we've got pursuit.
3: And if you want me to roll a spot hidden to find them, Matt, you just let me know.
0: Oh, okay. I will do that. All right. <laughs> Pursuit. Listen to that. Oh, on the grates. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. This one's loud. All right. So it is January. Heavy snowfall. It's icy. And this is a narrow, rickety fire st- fire case. um. Fire escape. You see two men, they look up at you. They're about two floors down and they point and they're also carrying those daggers and they just start sliding down the rails and trying to escape as fast as they can away from you. It looks like down in the alley there might be an automobile waiting for them down below. So you're clamoring and making your way down here. The whole thing is shaking as you do so with the weight between you and them. What is your size? The number that you have for size, could you tell me that? Sixty. Okay. Sixty. Yeah. Uh. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Louis' is not too big. Okay, so as you enter this the as you get on to the fire escape and you kind of start like barreling down, they see you, and they start running faster, the whole thing starts shaking violently. And you look over and you can see the bolts kind of like coming out of the brick under the weight of all of you. I'm going to need you to make me a roll. As This thing's going to start to, like, kind of give and fall from the side of the building. Go ahead and make me a jump roll. As you're kind of clamoring and you're going to try and break your fall on something down below. Oh! You want to spend some luck? Big old
3: fail. I don't have enough luck to spend for that one. (laughs) I mean, I have 20 and jump.
0: This this whole fire escape just kind of gives way. It lurches. You can hear the old wrought iron as it pulls away. The men below you, they're shouting, but they're shouting in a language you don't understand. It's a panicked shout. uh, As they also fall, you're going to go ahead and take some damage here. Hopefully it doesn't kill you. This whole thing falls and gives, and you're going to take nine damage as you slam into the icy pavement down below. You you try to brace yourself in this fire escape as best as you can as it's coming down, but you take uh, quite a hit as you thud into the ground.
3: I, uh, so as I land uh, on the pavements. Very familiar place to for, for, for Louis to find his face. Yes. Uh, he will nonetheless keep his his eyes peeled and see if he can get a good look at the vehicle, a plate, anything like that.
0: Yes. Do you want to spot it for me? You would love it's to.
3: It's all I have, Matt. I know. That's all I have.
0: Yeah, but you're really, really, really good at it.
3: <laughs> I, I really am. Uh, and I get one bonus, though. Uh, 31. So that's a success.
0: Okay. Yes, you see the getaway in an old black Hudson, and you make out the license N-Y-L-7 as it, the men like limp into the back of this vehicle, and it breaks off into the street, disappearing into the night. Can an I old t- white
3: t- Hudson N-Y-L-7? Sorry, Pat.
0: Yes. Um,
2: yeah, I'll I'll give it a go, but there's really no point. I don't think it'll matter.
0: What did you want uh, to
2: do? Oh, I just want to do a pop shot out the window. Oh,
0: you want to shoot at them? Yeah, from okay. from the window.
2: Yeah. Okay, uh, that hits
0: probably the car. I'm gonna I'm Eight. gonna make it uh difficult. It's gonna be a higher difficulty though. Okay. Um. So, what is your skill? It's Seven. It's gonna be a hard seven. roll. So it's um. You need twice as much. Where's your character sheet here? Just gonna bring I actually
2: here. this time. For once. <laughs> for once I actually prepared before the session. <laughs> and um, I actually got here kind of on time too for once.
0: <laughs> there we go. Firearms will lock it. So when you click. So click firearms for me. It'll bring up a roll table. And it says roll difficulty regular. Uh-huh. Click on the drop down. And switch it cool. to hard.
2: All right. Oh, man, I can Fair do that me. now. My
0: audio's gone all funky. I'll be
2: one moment. Uh, so, uh... It looks like the uh, the skill challenge uh, put it at 60. I okay. did already roll... But let's say that this new one is a I'm failure. Back. It doesn't...
0: I don't think it matters. All right, so you're going to fire down at the vehicle. Yeah, you hit you hit the car. Go ahead and roll me your damage. Louis. you hear a gunshot from up above. You look out the window and you see that, that dame... Who got out of the elevator with you is in the window, firing down at the street. Holy shit! Ten damage. <laughs> yeah, damn damage. You nicked the car. A little bit of an internal
3: nod at that, like,
0: okay, okay. You put a, you punch a hole in this car, so it's now you know what kind of car it is. You know its license plate, and it's got a big bullet hole in it. Uh, but you can now hear panics screaming yeah. from Shame the it. street and the floor you're on, like, oh my god, was that a gunshot? Holy, what's going on? Shame Call but- the police.
1: Seamus is shaking his head, puts his hat down a little bit further on his head, <laughs> turns, go, walks over to the door, puts
0: the Do Not Disturb sign out, shuts the door, locks it. The door has been smashed by Louie. He put his pushes in. the Pushes the <laughs> dresser up against yeah. the door. <laughs> I was going to say... Love- <laughs> yeah, people are starting to fil- filter out in the hallway, like, Oh my god, is that a gunshot? What was that? What was that? And yeah, you're kind of <laughs> push the dresser in front of the door. Okay, okay. Somebody he call goes- the police! Oh my god! Squats down,
1: <laughs> Seamus squats down next to Jackson. He's like, hey, buddy, uh you know, uh, nobody's putting me in bracelets over this one. And I got to tell you, you're not you're not looking like you're long for the world here. I think uh I think you're going to be finding yourself in a Chicago overcoat before the end of the night. So why don't you you got anything to
0: tell me about what's going on here? You get no answer. His air, eyes are just staring straight up at the at the ceiling. You kind of like hold your hand in front of his mouth to see if there's there's no breath, there's no nothing. You feel for a pulse. He is dead. You do notice though. I said there was blood on his forehead. You find you see that there is a something carved into his forehead. It's not just a random cut. Whoever these men were, they they carved this symbol. These two curved circles and almost like a, a sun like symbol in the middle of it in the middle of his forehead and poor jackson elias is
1: so uh sheamus would dead. reach into his pockets put on his gloves <laughs> and Corpse start handling gloves <laughs> start searching uh jackson's suit he's like yo crazy dame what you, you shooting out the window <laughs> We got it. We we got about a nickel before uh, before the buttons are here to take us to the cooler. So I have a. I expect we ought to get a move on.
2: Oh my God! He's really dead. Fucking. Ass. Mm. Damn it! I don't mean to curse, mixed company, but <sighs> it really meant a lot to me, and to my longevity, and my position. God damn it!
1: <sighs> well. Somebody clear popped him, So if, uh, but if we're going to find out what's going on, we need to uh, skedaddle.
2: Fine. I want these killers caught just as much as the rest of you. <sighs> who Who would have killed? A man who... A death cult. It's got to be a death cult. Great.
1: I, I don't know, but that's what I'm trying to find out, so you know the crazy the the bruno the goon he took a dive out the window we got to search this room fast and get the heck out of here
2: you know and i'm i'm already uh i'm already on it um you know gun in gun has been sure. stowed um so- home girl's consummate professional too
0: for sure <laughs> this room has already been ransacked the beds tossed the dresser like all of the the drawers that were pulled out of the dresser the one that you push in front of the door like this place has been like gone over with a fine-tooth comb, uh, you can see Jackson's pockets have like they've been they're in hanging inside out of his his pants. Uh, you kind of feel through his suit jacket pocket, and you don't really see anything. Uh, but that's when you notice that the gentleman wearing the strange headdress that tried to hit Louis um, is clutching some things in one of his hands,
2: mm-hmm. and you
0: see things poking out of his suit jacket pocket. He's wearing a really scuzzy. Uh, Suit, kind of like that what Louis has on. Let's do a quick search of him then. Sure.
3: Yeah. Uh, As I search
0: for that, Louis, what are you doing? You're laying down in the streets. This car sped away. Gunshot went off. You know. You know the police will be showing up soon.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So, I know they're going to be showing up soon. Um. So there's two there's two things then. I wanna just see if they if they dropped anything when the thing fell out, cause I took a bad tumble. They were on it too, yes. right? And like when we all when we all yes. hopped down to get fell down. Just see if they if anything in the snow pops out. And then I wanna try to like bribe the doorman to send Ooh. them to a different room to give us more time.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I asked, but make me a spot hidden. You've already maxed that out. So it's all you got. I, I have so to, right? It's it's all
3: I have in life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So good. they did drop good.
0: some things when they fell out. They dropped some things out of their pockets when they fell out. And I will money? share them with you right now. No, not money. Dang. Cl- clues. Yeah. Dang. I don't want these damn clues. So you get, I'll, sh- I'll share them with you and I'll read them to the uh, stream because they won't see these things and I'll exp- uh, okay. go over them. So you you find a letter. It's from Cairo. March 3rd, 1919. Remember, this is, what, 1925? Five, I think. 25? So it's, you, 1919 it's 1919.
3: It's five Car- years later in Peru, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yes. 25. Dear Mr. Carlisle, your lawyer informed me that you seek certain knowledge of this land and its distant past, and I believe I can aid you in this regard. Inquiries in the old quarter have identified one Ferez Najjar in the Street of Jackals, who claims to be in possession of the singular curious which he believes will be of great interest to you so this is in cursive so this is super hard to read Uh, he is prepared to part with these items if a suitable price can be agreed upon and I shall endeavor to make sure that matters are arranged to your satisfaction yours M. Warren Bassart so this is obviously has ties to the Carlisle Expedition and these men thought it important and took it from the room uh, you also find a business card that fell out of the Penhue Foundation at 35 Tottenham Court Road, London. Uh, and it's got uh, it's the business card for Edward Gavigan, the director of the Penhue Foundation. Now, the Penhu- Mr. Penhue was one of the gentlemen who uh, went on the Carlisle Expedition. So he's actually a name who was in the papers and was part of the expedition himself. So something else okay. is tying it to the Carlisle. And you find one last thing. You find a matchbook. And it's from the Stumbling Tiger, 10 Lantern Street. And it says Shanghai Fun and Friends on it. And that's all. Okay.
3: Hey. Stumbling Tiger. That's a good name for a bar.
0: <laughs> the Stumbling Tiger. You can only assume is in Shanghai. 10 Lantern mm-hmm. Street. All right, so the others find things in the room. You find, on the gentleman that was left behind, you find a blurry photograph. I'll show you on the screen there. Uh, Number four. got a lot of clues here, people. Uh, A blurry and grainy photo. It shows a large steam or diesel-powered yacht beyond some Chinese boats, also known as chunks. Part of the name of a yacht is visible. You see the first three letters are D-A-R- in the dim background is a building with a large tower. So you've got a photo. You don't know where this is, but those boats are definitely Chinese in appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also find on him... This is where you get all your clues now, and you get to go figure things out. A business card for Emerson Imports here in New York, New York. 648 West 47th Street telephone number. On the back of the business card, written in pen, is the name Silas Naquan. Hmm. And that is here in New York. Interesting. You also find... <laughs> it's like Christmas! <laughs> I know, right?
2: In January! <laughs> all
0: of the clues. <laughs> These clues are all, should be available to all you Also, they're in the game, they're in here, so you can always fall back on them um i'll start journals for you too because people had journals going when we were doing this previously because we had a lot of things going on here you also find a letter from harvard university university dated november 7th 1924 uh and it's sent to mr jackson elias care of prospero house publishers lexington avenue new york city it says dear mr elias the book about which you inquired is no longer in our collection the information you seek may be found here in other volumes If you will contact me upon arrival, I'll be most happy to further assist you. As always, Miriam at Wright, Harvard University Library.
2: Hmm. So Jackson
0: was trying to get access to a book at Harvard University. And one last thing here. You find a playbill, a handbill. Tonight only! It reads, The Cult of Darkness in Polynesia and Southwest Pacific, a two-hour lecture with slides delivered by Professor Anthony Cowles, PhD of the University of Sydney, Australia, and presently Loxley Fellow of Polynesian Esoterica at Miskatonic University in Arkham. Schuler Hall, New York University, 8 p.m. tonight only. Well, I'll have to cancel my plans for the evening. So that, yeah. <laughs> So that is what you find. You can assume that um, tonight only has already passed. There's no date, unfortunately, on this on this hand. Yeah.
2: Hmm. University of Sydney. So presently okay, operating yeah. out of Arkham. Interesting. Schuler Hall, New York University. We might be able to talk to people who uh, who attended. Very interesting. Alright, um, so my first line of uh, thought is um, I'm, I'm a, a student of uh, the world. Um, my uh, former uh, my, my late husband took me to a number of exotic places. Might I have even the slightest chance of recognizing the features behind that yacht?
0: Mmm. <laughs> Good question. Have- you want to know if you can pinpoint that. That's going
2: to be a tough one. I mean, it's going to take like a miracle because my history is at 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, so, hmm, I'm just looking at the different skills to see what... It, I not, don't even know if it would be history. It's like a geography sort of thing. Yeah. Which isn't even a skill in this.
2: <laughs> I mean, if it's an archaeology, that would go up. That would be good for me.
1: <laughs> you can... You, you can have science, um, geography as a skill, but true,
0: true. Natural world, natural wo- world, is a skill. Um, so roll me natural world, and it's gonna be it's gonna be harder than hard. Let me bear with me here. It's going it's, to right. it's gonna, gonna, roll gonna be extreme deep. difficulty. <laughs>
2: oh, homie, if I get if I get a one on this, <laughs>
0: otherwise
2: it's fucked. Okay, no. It's
0: so you look at it, and you're like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. worldly. I've been around. I've traveled. Uh, my husband traveled um, but no, I, I, you 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 not, figure it is somewhere probably in china based off the the architecture yeah. and the style of boats um but you you don't know where china's a a large place uh, <laughs> understatement of the year yeah right <laughs> the republic of china ooh i can pinpoint
2: it's china and the coast
0: ooh
2: <laughs> maybe shanghai Considering the other clues, point, pinpoints to hit Shanghai. I won't say that definitively, but uh, but my my idea is is that maybe this is a picture from Shanghai. Somebody went to Shanghai. We should go to Shanghai.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Louis got the the book down there from Shanghai.
1: Seamus looks over at uh, Veronica and he's like, "Listen, doll, I don't I don't want to get pinched for this, and uh, you know I'm not I'm not a ritzy person like you, so I'm thinking perhaps." I take a powder and, uh, you hang around for the cops. Just tell them you came up to see Jackson and, uh, found him dead.
2: Because that
1: bellboy knew we were all coming up here.
2: Um, why don't you take this mask, too? Don't want the cops getting hold of that. Could be informative. I'll take
1: what, I'll take all of this stuff, but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, slide on out of here, and uh, I'll meet you downstairs. I'm going to go find that Bruno who took a dive out the window.
2: Yes. Um, be a doll and make sure to uh, inform me of where we might meet again uh, if downstairs is uh, occupied. by
1: Well, why don't you tell me where you want to meet? New York's not my city. I'm, uh, I just came in from Chicago.
2: Very well. I do have an apartment in Manhattan. Um, perhaps we could meet at mine. And I give you my address.
1: <laughs> well, that's all right. I like the sound of that. My name is uh, Mr. Rook. My friends call me Seamus.
2: I am uh, Veronica West. You've probably heard of me in the New Yorker. They made a rather gauche uh, comic about me several months ago.
1: I'm going to be honest with you, ma'am. I don't read much, uh, much of the papers except for the betting pages, but uh, I'll, I'll be sure to look it up. And he okay. slides the uh, dresser away, and, and yeah. saunters out of the door. You it's do so, and there's people possible.
0: milling about in the hallway as you do so. He looks. He goes, "What was all that noise? You guys? It's. I thought this was a classy joint here. Are you trying to like get their attention away, or? Yeah, he's just just kind of you know.
1: Joining the crowd, just okay. kind of like...
0: Yeah, they're milling about, and people are, are scared, they're kind of worried. Like, they've called the police. Um, he goes, was that a car backing up or something? Oh, my God, is that a dead body? No, wait,
2: beep, I'm going to... No, no, no. no. I, slid <laughs> out, I slid out and shut that door real quick.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, there's blood everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so okay, you so see, you're kind of blinded. Let's go back to Louis. So, Louis, you're down there. You've got these things. You shove them in your pocket. And you're gonna go around the front. You can already start to hear sirens in the distance. It's gonna, it's gonna take them a while to get here. Again, the the traffic and the weather is terrible right now. Mm. It's incredibly cold out. Way more snow than okay. you have seen in many in recent years. Uh, you're shivering. You're walking around, and you you make your way to the front. Of the I hotel. have a booze coat
3: on. Um, Matt, would you say I would have a? Uh, I wouldn't have a car.
0: 1925. Would I have a car? I don't think you'd have a car. I think you'd maybe use have a car. street cars, cable cars to get around. Was the subway um, running by that point in New York? This was the fun thing s- we did. in Some places, yeah. Matt, some places. Last time. People yeah. look up historical stuff for us. So maybe the subway. Right. You take public. Doesn't transit. connect to where
3: I live. I have to Taxi. take the ferry. Okay. Um, but I think what I'll do, uh, I'll get a cab. And if I can, and I will have the cab just wait outside the hotel uh, and I'll be in it with like just and I'll, I'll be looking out the window. I'm looking for the other two potentially coming out. It's kind so of
0: you're just I'm going right to a right cab. Is. You're not going to the doorman anymore. You're just like,
3: well, if you're saying that, if you're if I mean, I, I would like to I would like to kind of distance in a
0: distance. Okay, it'll, it'll, in you'd distance. have time to 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 approach him and talk to him before they roll up on you.
3: Okay, so I would like to talk to the yeah. So then, what I would do with the doorman is I would, I would try to get the meanest mugged face on as I could, Uh, and I'm probably bleeding at this point. Uh, I'm almost always bleeding anyway, but like right now, I'm probably bleeding more freshly than normal. Uh, (laughs) This is just my guy, and uh, and I will say uh, I'll say to him like, uh, when they get here, you send them. To, uh, how many floors you got in this building? And he's like looking Twelve. up, trying to count. You send them up to uh, to 12. You got that? He's and looking then, uh, at
0: you. Yeah, you're, you're kind of bloodied. You're, you're, get up nice in his face. Disheveled. You got that? <laughs> what? S- sir, what? what? why?
3: Don't call me sir. When they come here, because they're coming here, did you not see? There's a fire escape on the ground. That's not where they're supposed to go. They're supposed to be on the side of the freaking wall there. When they get here, just send them to 12. You got it?
0: Uh, if you don't send
3: them to 12... I'll
0: tell you what. He holds out his hand... I'm going to go ahead
3: and take your 12, and I'm going to throw you off 12. How do you like oh, that? He's so, got no say, fire he, escape.
0: He, he holds out his hand. You can make me a credit rating roll. He's like, hmm? Uh, okay, I'll credit rating roll. You can, can really do that, to or you can intimidate. It. You can intimidate. I'll credit rating. No, he's no, no. You, I, he's going the nonviolent way. He's just like, hmm, sir, yes? I credit rating. Credit rating
2: rolls are... <laughs> Like I will pass them. Period. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Louis so will you, start, not. you start going through your pockets. <laughs> You're just like, mm.
3: can I give him? Uh, can I give him a bottle of booze that I like? Gosh, I have I have booze in all of my pockets. Of <laughs> in various all of your flavors.
0: in all of your pores. It's uh, pretty much
3: all I have. Can I just wring out <laughs> my hand and? Um,
0: he goes. Okay. I, he goes. I no. The police will conduct their investigation here as they see fit. Please, move along.
2: Okay.
3: Alright. and I'm gonna look down at his name tag. Alright, Jerry. <laughs> I will. I'll move on. Jerry at Hotel Chelsea. Okay, buddy. That's how you wanna play it. Flag me down a damn taxi now, will you? That's your job, isn't it?
0: He kind of like covers over his name tag and kind of like moves. Like, Too late now, I saw it already. It? Jerry he's like looking at you like over his shoulder and he throws his hand out like calling a cab. And like always oh, kind of like looking over at you but hiding his name tag as so my
3: eagle eyes will be staring this, at him the whole time.
0: This is you're a terrible man. As a, as a cab pulls up yeah, and he opens the tells door
3: me for you. <laughs> I will uh I'll have, the ta- I'll have the I'll tell the taxi driver just to kind of do a little Yui and like, and like pull onto to the other opposite side of the road, and I just want to look out the window to see who's coming.
0: Oh, out okay, of go talk. around, and you're gonna watch from across the street. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so you watch from the other side of the street. I'm gonna say the uh, a squad car is gonna pull up shortly here. Seamus, you wanted to make your way off out of the floor before the squad car pulled up. Oh yeah, yeah. He wa- he starts walking. Uh, walks up up to the eighth floor and then waits for the elevator to come down and then takes the elevator down from eight. Ah, okay. Uh, sure. You do so. And you get in the elevator. Uh, the bell boy's there. Like, Did you hear what's going on? Did you hear all the commotion? What's happening, mister? I heard, I heard there was a gunshot. People are saying there's dead bodies all over the place. I don't
1: know. I was, uh, I was up on eight. I didn't hear anything. Oh, I heard it was on multiple floors. Well, I was visiting with a friend, and you know, we got a little louder than we thought we were gonna. You know how that is sometimes with the dolls. Sure, that's none of my business. What floor? Where? Where can I take you? I'm going back downstairs. There's too much going on here tonight. I think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna be taking uh,
0: taking myself out for dinner. Sure. He slides the door shut, and he starts. The floors start going by as you go down. And you get to the the lobby, and it's like chaos. There's people in the lobby everywhere. People are panicking. They're trying to keep the everybody calm as you as the elevator stops in the in the lobby. Gee whiz, is your joint always jumping like this? I thought Chicago was bad. Only when there's murders, Mister.
1: You got to keep those murders down. This is supposed to be a class joint. That not telling me. All right, then. He gives him a dollar. He goes... I'm done!
0: Whoa! Th- thanks for the ride, son. I got the... He kind of like does a double take and looks at you and looks at it, and he folds it up and puts it in his breast pocket. Thanks, mister. That's how the boys from the Windy City treat our, our friends. So you enter into the lobby, and it's crowded. People are panicked. They're screaming. People are trying to leave, and they're trying to keep people in. The police are arriving! Please, you must stay calm. The police are arriving. Everyone must stay here until they've arrived. So uh, he will turn around
1: and slowly walk back towards the kitchens. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: He'll pick up. He'll he'll do a sleight of hand as he's going through the kitchen as he's going through the dining room to pick up somebody's check, and head back and get then gets a really pissed off look on his face and he's heading back to the kitchen. I want to talk to the goddamn chef about this meal. All right. Do so you want to make me a sleight of hand
0: roll? Yeah. All right. You just like get off the elevator, you don't break your sli- stride, just go over there, you grab it, grab this thing, nobody notices, you s- just kind of swoop it up, you just, all the confidence in the world is on your face as you walk back there and you throw the door open to the kitchen. The, old people, the guys in the kitchen are all kind of like sitting back, they're smoking cigarettes, they're playing games, like they're, having, they're on a break, nobody's ordering anything because of all the commotion. Right. Where's the chef? The hey, whoa, 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 you I, can't be back here. You can't be back here. What are you doing back here? Hey, mister?
1: I got the I got my bill here. It's not even right. It's not the food that I got. I wanna I wanna see the head chef. Take that up I'm, with the waiter, mister. Hey no there's nobody out there. The police are going crazy. I don't got time for this. Here, I, I got it. I got you. I'm gonna go back to the back here. I'm gonna sit down. You go find my waiter and I'll take care of the bill. I was Who was your day. waiter? Just right here on the bill. Here he hands over the bill. He's like, "Go sort this out. I'll be waiting in the back." And then when they turn around, he walks out the back door.
0: Why don't you make me me a fast talk roll, please?
1: This is not going to go well.
0: Okay. (laughs) Do you have luck to spend to make that a success? I'm not going to spend that much luck to make it as How expensive. How much is it? It's oh, 51. It Holy 51. crap, fifty-one! I have the luck,
1: but I'm not going to spend. There's
0: it. three of them at all. You're talking one of them. The other two stand up. They're wearing they're wearing like white chefs' uh, robes and stuff like that. But they're not the head chef. They're like, listen, Mister, you can't be back here. And they all get up and they'll kind of start kind of like shoving you back towards the door. You can't be back here. I just reach in,
1: put my hand on the on my pistol, and I go. Listen, friends, I'm from Chicago, and people <laughs> from Chicago, we don't get messed with. You don't you don't put your hands on a man from Chicago. I don't care if this is New York. If this is how you want to do your business tonight, some of you may find yourself in a Chicago overcoat before the end of the evening. Are so you... why don't you take a step back and go get my waiter?
0: Are you trying to intimidate them? I guess so. <laughs> which, not gonna... is, which is equally uh, as bad... <laughs> It's not going to go well either, because he's a thief. He's not a, I, I, he's, not a, yeah. he's not a
1: confidence man. That's my per-
0: department. Exactly. <laughs> oh, closer. I, I will spend
1: the luck points for that, though. Okay. I, so, I get that down to a 50.
0: So the way it works also is um, when you spend luck to pass a roll, it does not count as a success at the end of the session when we're doing right. uh, upgrades and things like that. So just keep that in mind. So you, did, you passed. So you kind of... I'm going to say, you, you flash. You, like You reach in, you grab your piece, and you kind of flash at them. and like, whoa, 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 okay, mister, yay. Hey, we don't want any more dead bodies around here. Uh, uh what, kind of, what are you talking about, dead bodies? I just don't want to be manhandled by the staff.
1: Just go get my
0: way. They all back, back up. Like, they back right off, and they're just like, their mouths are open, and nobody's stopping you at this point. So he just kind of fades towards the back of the kitchen, and then when they are
1: doing their own thing
0: he'll walk out the back door sure you go to the back door there's nothing back it's just some trash piled up there's some vagrants kind of loitering around back there it's freezing kind of throw up your Yep. He takes, the, he takes the long walk around the block sure you're gonna go the way of the crash down uh, uh, uh
1: he takes he goes yeah he goes <laughs> out fire. goes the goes to the opposite sure. side of the building and then takes the long
0: walk around the block Okay, I'm gonna say eventually, Louis. You see the other gentleman that was at the door with you. He comes around the and out of the alley opposite of the one of yeah. the fire escape that collapsed.
3: I'll roll the window down in the back seat like halfway, and I'll just let out like this loud whistle, and that's that, that's all I'm gonna
1: do. Seamus <laughs> looks, tips his hat, walks over to the car. He's like. Hey, Bruno. I expected to find you in a puddle on the on the sidewalk. That was quite a dive.
3: Yeah, just described like every day since I was born. But uh, go on, get in. We got things to talk about.
1: Uh, that's that's all right by me. Uh, the uh, the sheba up there. She gave us. Uh, she gave me her address. Said we should meet her over there at her at her at her apartment in Manhattan.
3: Yeah, yeah, Manhattan. that, that tracks.
1: Okay, yeah, we can do that. Seamus <laughs> slides into the cab, he's like I told her to stay uh, stay and talk to the you know, to the fuzz." Cause I I figure of the three of us, she's the only one likely to not get clapped in bracelets. So it may Yeah, be that's probably while.
3: true. If she gets in some trouble, I know I know a person that do I doubt they're gonna give her any problems. It'll be alright.
1: Oh, you but, you uh, work you work with the boys here in New York?
3: With that's an interesting word. Kinda, sorta, maybe. I don't know. It's not really important. I think what's really important right now is just uh, we get the hell away from here before uh, someone looks a little too hard at this 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 cab that's uh, lingering uh, for too long outside the hotel. So shall we just we could just drive? Let's just hey, just go, just just get going. And I'll like just kick the back of the the taxi cab, and I'll just call out a random address.
0: Sure. All right. So let's go. <laughs> so with that. A squad car pulls up, two uniformed police have gotten out. Uh you can still hear more sirens coming. They go into the hotel. Um it's not long, Veronica, before there's a bang, 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 bang on the door. New York police, open up.
2: I got my handy flask of water out, and I am um, you know, making my makeup all fucked up and uh, you know, covered in tears, you know. Yeah. So right? And uh and and you know the the the, the cabinet's gone. I maybe pushed it aside a little bit the door's kind of still up in the in the way, but it's like you know obviously busted off its hinges uh and yeah, definitely not me who did that because you know I'm
0: dainty uh
2: and um you know i I'm just kind of sobbing, I'm just
0: openly sobbing. sure just- are you like in a chair in the room when they when they're banging on there and you can hear the sobbing?. <laughs> I'm going to say, as they bang on the door, it swings open, and they see you, and there's two uniformed police officers, like, oh my god, what the hell happened here? One of them goes over the body, or one of them goes grabs, like, a sheet and throws it over the body, and the other one comes over to you, and he kind of, like, comforts you, he throws his arm around you, he's like, ma'am, what happened here? Are you Okay.
2: Hey, oh, sorry, not sorry. not
0: that uh, maybe she uses different
2: terms. Uh, lady! Never let me go outside without something to protect myself with.
0: Lady, we're gonna ask you a few questions. You're gonna have to make a statement. You're gonna have to come down to the precinct.
2: Oh, Of course, anything. Did you and see what that, happened here? No. Who's I that
0: man? The... They point to the cultist on the floor. Who's that man?
2: That's the man who did it! That's the man who savagely killed my son!
0: They look at each other and kind of like Reese's cap like oh like they're over their heads here it's like let's wait for backup and they kind of console you and one of them leaves to go radio down from uh he goes it. to find a police call box and and call it in I
2: can't get the room when I got there and he sold me <laughs>
0: so the 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 one police the uniform police officer says he does his best to try and comfort you and Mm -hmm. de-escalate the situation and he's kind of like he's not doing anything he's not touching anything like this is way above them uh after about 15 minutes though a man in a suit does arrive he's about a heavy set he's a heavy set man uh looks like um he's 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 middle-aged probably in his early 40s and he's got a dark complexion brown hair wears it Mm -hmm. slicked back He's got a nice, clean suit. It's very neat, well-kept. Um, but it fits him a bit poorly. It looks like maybe he's put on some weight recently or so it's a little tight when he sits down and moves around. When he comes in he looks at you and he looks at the room. He looks at the the police, uh, uniformed police officer. He goes, uh, shit, I wasn't expecting this. Um, <laughs> did you get her name? He points to the officer like, I, I haven't done anything. He comes over and he's a like, ma'am, I'm going to need your name. You're going to need to make a statement we're going to take you down to the precinct.
2: West, Veronica West, this man was, uh, somebody that I have worked with, a dear friend of my late husband's. He was one of my only, my, my only friends my husband's.
0: Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a lot, you hit me with a lot there, lady. I know, I know this is a lot you're taking in. We've got a dead husband, we've got a dead man. What's the oh connection? God.
2: There we go. This man worked with my husband. He was a director of the Museum of Natural History. This man was an um, anthropologist. He was writing a book. uh, I don't know. He never tells us what he's writing the books about, but he always comes by the museum. But uh, he was a friend of the family. And I was coming over because he asked me to visit him at this place because he was in town. He doesn't come by often. He's always on work. <laughs> and when I got here, he was, he was on the floor. This man, this scary man with a tattoo or something on his face and he tried to kill me.
0: <laughs> a tattoo on his face? What is that? Look this? at him! Look at him! He goes over to the body and he lifts the uh, lifts the sheet up for Jackson Lice. He goes, Holy... Oh. I knew so? it. I knew it. You can yeah. see on his face that as soon as he looks, he looks at the forehead, specifically the symbol. And he goes, I, "God damn it, I knew it!" And you can what? see him get mad. I- All right, <laughs> let's let's take. I'm taking her back to the precinct. I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, question her there. Take a look at this room. Um, lock it down. Make sure Robson doesn't hear anything about this. All right, boys. This is between us. I don't want to get to him because you know what'll happen. And he takes you, and he kind of takes your jacket, he puts it around you.
2: Oh, thank you, sir. What's your name?
0: My name? Lieutenant, Lieutenant Poole. Martin Poole. Marty Poole.
2: Thank you, Mr. Poole. Thank you so much.
0: He gives you his card. He hands it to you. Goes, uh, let's go back uh, down to my car and uh, I'll take you to the precinct and we can discuss there. Uh, so he takes <laughs> you downstairs and I'm going to say the two of you in the cab, you eventually see... This uh, you see Veronica being led out by a man and put in a car. He's a plainclothes police officer. You're not too sure. He's not wearing a uniform. He's wearing a suit. He's put in a regular car and takes her away. I don't know. Are you going to tail her?
3: I think Louis would know. what probably would probably know what precinct that.
0: If you follow it, safe. yeah, in the area the city you're in, you'd know. It's Precinct Seven A would be the one that we called into this one based off the proximity.
3: Okay. Yeah. So if that's the case, then I'll just yeah I'll just say this is tail. This looks like you know, follow it, but don't make it look like you're following it. All right. If you got to make a left or a right, like I know where to go.
0: All right. So the drive Veronica to the uh, to the precinct. It's very uneventful. It's quiet. He doesn't say anything to you, but you can sit, you can tell like something's kind of triggered him when he saw that marking on the forehead. You know something that. That triggered something with him, and he started throwing names out there and stuff like that. And you picked up on it. And he seems like a man on a mission now to get you there and question you. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say, can I roll a psychology to know more? But I, I feel like that kind of spells out, at the very least, you know, the surface, uh, the surface emotions he's feeling. Good, I'm exactly where I need to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you could like maybe That's- when yeah. you can you can try like persuade or fast talk. Um,
2: I mean I kind of want to see where this goes because this guy I could talk to and find out more from him presumably as he's interrogating me I think that's my play here Okay, very good not uh, that I'm ill-equipped to do any of the other sort of persuasion things
0: I want to see how this goes sure so he gets you the precinct he gets you in a room you're not under arrest at all you're just being there for asked there for questioning so nothing like that uh you're not being booked or anything uh but he gets you to room and he locks the door and he looks around like he looks anxious he goes we don't wait we don't have a lot of time here okay miss what was it miss west
2: i'm a very busy woman too so i i understand but oh my god this is heartbreaking yes veronica west i work the
0: museum and, the... and, and and what were you doing here tonight? You were here seeing your friend? Yes. And... He's a close
2: confidant of my um Whoop. of my husband and an old friend of the family. We used to share, you know, back before Prohibition, we had martinis together and by the veranda. Do you know we the victim's met... name? Yes. Oh my god, you don't know? That's that's Elias and then, you know, last name. <laughs> uh and <laughs> Jackson I, I, Elias? Yeah, the, Jackson Elias. The,
0: the writer? Yes, the writer. You've heard of him. Yeah, he's famous. Of course I've heard yeah. of him. Yeah, What the yeah, hell is exactly. he doing there? Why is he dead?
2: I have no idea. I wanted to hire him to work at the museum. I have a, a, an amazing position there, and, and I was hoping to do right by him uh, for all the work that he's done with, with our family in the past. But
0: when I the- got there, you. He- Dead. He was dead when he got there. He was. He was played out on the floor. He cut, was. You know, hey, cut, up. cut the malarkey, lady. What's going on here?
2: What do you mean, malarkey? Uh when I got, he asked me to come over. He's not in New York every now, every uh, every day. This was a, a, a once in a in a blue moon opportunity for me to pitch him the concept of working for me, with me, at the museum.
0: What do you know about that carving on his head? He's not the first n- one to have that. There's been nine other victims the last two years of that marking.
2: Nine other victims? Poor,
0: wealthy, middle class, black, white, all of the city. Same marks what? on the forehead.
2: What? What
0: do you How know I not about that? Of...
2: Why? Why? Why isn't... Why don't people know about this? Is this...
0: It's because the man that they believe is guilty for these crimes is behind bars, thanks to my captain. So... (sighs) What do you know about that symbol on his head?
2: I'm sorry, but I don't know anything. But I, I... I want to know. I... I need to be able to help this... This egregious uh, I need justice for my friend
0: <laughs> you can make me a charm fast talk or persuade roll. it's up to you okay I'm
2: gonna go with persuade because weirdly enough I have more persuade than charm okay um, when I was making my character I kind of thought that um, I, I don't play Call of Thulu very often I, I thought <laughs> that they combined uh with stats and you know Considering my appearance is 90, I kind of uh, just assumed that that would factor into it. But uh, yeah, no, I, I succeed.
0: <laughs> you succeed. So he kind of he sits back in his chair, creaks, takes a big drink of water, kind of rubs his hand in his face. sorry alright. Great. Some, I wish I knew. Some eccentric Manhattanite you. by the name of Dr. Lemon said that there's some African death cult cutting these things in people's heads. My captain, Captain Robeson, over at the 14th precinct in Harlem, arrested a man there, who I believe is innocent. He's currently over in Sing Sing on death row for yeah. these crimes, and he obviously did not do it, did he? Yeah. I can hear my I can hear myself. Um cutting somebody's head open tonight at the hotel Chelsea. So there's something more going on here. <laughs> there's something more going on here. I got a dirty captain. I got an instant man behind bars. I've got another victim with the same MO, and I got some crazy doctor saying it's an African death cult.
2: Okay, so uh, let's let's get a little bit more into all this. Um, I I would like you know the, do do the appropriate. I don't know if you really want me to RP the entire conversation. I would I would want to get into the nitty gritty of all right. Well, be more specific than African death cult. I'm I'm I've done some anthropology, you know, like I, I know I know what a I know where you know what, what certain regions of Africa have what I've I worked with this man. Lady, what, what African researched all sorts of death lady,
0: cults. I don't believe it. Death cults? Come on, this is New York, okay? Uh you can look him up. Doctor Mordecai Lemming. Look him up. He lives here. He's a Nutcase. He's in Manhattan somewhere. Look him up. He's in the phone book. Talk to him about death cults. I'm a police officer. I'm here for facts. Like I said, I've got an innocent man behind bars, Mr. Hilton Adams. I want him out. Obviously, he's not the guilty party because how can he do that when he's at Sing Sing right now?
2: <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And what was your uh, what was your commanding
0: officer's name? <laughs> Captain Robes, Robson. Hmm. Okay.
2: Interesting, interesting, interesting.
0: He's Why brought... did he say he's on... Mr was was guilty like what well what you know why because i think he's on the take he wanted this to go away all right i don't know why i'm telling you this lady i don't know why i'm telling you this all right it's a long night we had a break in the case i gotta question you before his goons get in here and end this okay so i need to know everything you know i need to what what was the connection what was mr eliza's connection to death cult or whatever the hell's going on why does he have that symbol in his head
2: well did you find anything
0: on him was there anything in the room
2: no the room was ransacked the door the window was open i i heard a car moving outside and the fire escape bell i think they that there were more people but they ran away um i didn't get it clear look at anything um you know it, it all just happened so fast i heard the noises and and then this man attacked me um and he he had a a weird um Weird tattoo on his face, which you know about, and he—he um, he said he was going to kill me, and—and and, you know, he's going to d- kill all sorts of was, people. Oh, he was was, like,
0: that, was there anybody else there? Was it just the one attacker? I see the windows open to the fire escape collapse. Well, how did that happen?
2: I—I I don't know. They must have sabotaged their exit so that I can pursue
0: them. <laughs> Do and you want to make a fast talk on that one? Yeah,
2: that's um—that's uh, a fast talk for sure. Okay, and fast
0: and, talk. Here's, uh, oh no.
2: One. That's the bad one. That is Shit. that is
0: um, instant fail. It's critical failure. Because
2: I can't. Can I luck my way out of that? You no. cannot
0: luck your way out of a critical failure. That's the bad one. All Lady, right, you're creating to- more holes and more questions, and I don't okay, like wait.
2: it. I had a friend. I had a friend who was with me, but. Um, he was just somebody that, that worked with me and, and he was the one who knocked down the door because I heard these noises on the so inside. The,
0: you told me you were the only one in the room. You're the only one arrived. Now there's someone else.
2: Obviously I had a when chauffeur.
0: Are you gonna, when are you going to talk straight with me here, lady?
2: I'm talking as straight with you as I know how. And I trust I don't
0: think you that.
2: and I be of the same, uh of the same cause. Um, I want justice for my friend. You want answers about your corrupt, uh, officer. We can work together on this. I, I can you? help. Well,
0: you can start by telling me the truth. Then we can work together. Uh, the other two, what do you want to I... do? You're out in the car. You you want to come in or You just going to sit out there?
1: So, uh, Seamus looks over at Louie. He's like, I-, I don't know about you. Uh, we just met, but, uh. I don't think that I'm gonna be uh, waltzing into uh, into the cooler, so I'm for staying here or finding someplace else to cool our heels.
3: You got uh, you. Got her address, right?
1: Oh yeah. Let's go there. <laughs> all right. This this is a good plan. Let's go there. Yeah. Hey, no, all right. You're gonna. She address. probably got a swanky
3: lady like her. She's got to have all sorts of. She's got a whole a whole room filled with uh, with crystal and booze.
0: No problem. Um. I, I, yeah crystal and booze
3: like the we'll, you're Not
0: well we'll cut back to uh to veronica and 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 lieutenant pool is just like frustrated he's like loosened his tie and he's just like his hair is a shuffled and he's like we're getting nowhere and he keeps looking back at the door and as he's doing so the door suddenly like someone tries to open it and he's locked it on the inside and, and he's banging on the glass open the damn door pool we know you're in there I... with with the uh witness from tonight
2: yeah, I hand him I hand him my card, director of, he uh, looks,
0: of the museum. Yeah. Of- he looks at it, he slips it in his breast pocket, and he looks at you, and he kind of, like, he looks defeated, and he opens the door. And in walk two, like, just gorilla-sized uh, <laughs> uniformed <laughs> officers, and they just, like, shove him aside, like, up against the wall. And in walks a big man, a tall, solidly built man, white man with gray hair, big, heavy jowls, a nose that looks like it's probably been broken a few times. He's got on a real expensive <laughs> tailored suit. And he's got like a little a little diamond pin tie. And he walks in. He gets right in a pool's face and pool's like, Captain Robeson, uh, pleasure to see you. Uh, what are you doing here tonight? He's like, cut the shit pool. And it's just sucker punches him in the gut. Wow. And he turns to, to you and he goes, you're done here and you saw nothing
2: anything officer I swear I just it was so it was so scary and it all happened so fast I couldn't I couldn't contain my womanly urge to scream and just cry he
0: he turns to one of the two uniformed officers he says take her home get her out of (laughs) here and like pools like on the floor and he's like wincing and grimacing holding his gut and as you leave the room you can hear the door close and they just start like laying into him Hmm. So I am actually the only
2: friend he's got. Interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you tell that, this officer where you live? He, he offers to drive you home?
2: Oh, no. I, I say, my chauffeur left my car back. <laughs> the At hotel the hotel Chelsea? Hotel uh, Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. We,
0: I go Fine. It's a closer drive for me anyways, probably. He drives you back to the Hotel Chelsea. It's still a a buzzing with activity. There's three squad cars outside at this point, but your chauffeur and your car are still there.
2: Yep, well, uh, we we skedaddle. And I say, make sure we're not being
0: followed. (laughs) Yes, madam. (laughs) He says. Good boy. (laughs) So you make your way back home. Uh... Are, so, the two of you, are you sitting in the taxi waiting outside our house? Or do you just kind of like, are you cat burglaring your way in, uh, Seamus? Yeah, no.
1: I think we just go up to the front door and I'll, I pick the lock. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: She, she invited us. I mean, she yeah. invited us in. We're going in.
3: <laughs> you, at least. I might be third wheelie, but uh, right. yeah, let's
0: go. You want to make me a lock picking roll? I'll do it. Or a locksmith <laughs> or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, look at you. You get out your little your little kits. You see, <laughs> Louis he pulls out a little kit and he leans down and it's like, Starts yeah. turning Louis was, thing and cl- Louis was
3: literally pulling his own out too at the same
0: No 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 I, I, after you. Go ahead, go ahead and
3: put his back.
1: Thanks, Louis. I I like to keep I like to keep in practice, even with my friends. So uh and after all, she did say that uh, we could uh we could be welcome in a home, sort of. I, I
3: learned a little Spanish. I think it's like Mikay Sucas or something like that. Yeah, That's what it is.
1: I don't know none of those other languages, Louis, but uh yeah, I think so. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it should be here. should they don't know what they're doing in the precinct anyway. I mean, the
1: crime's Sh- rampant here. She'll be out in like hours, no problem. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be. I mean, this swanky dame like that—she'll be, she'll be, cooling her heels at home within a couple hours, and and we'll we'll kick back and figure out what happened to our old friend Jackson there.
3: Yeah, I got some goodies that I found too. So let's say what. You know, we see. got some stuff too. off yeah. that,
1: off that off that uh weird turban guy that uh, had the funny knife
3: how do you definitely- know jackson by the way i should say you
1: should probably uh, you know jackson and i we go back about uh about five years or so uh, it's after the war i was uh fooling around in england and uh he was uh, looking at a lot li- at a uh at a museum over there had some stuff he was looking writing a book about some witches or something and they they had some stuff that they wouldn't show him and and I happened to be looking at that museum for other stuff, and we got to talking, and I got him his stuff, and I got him my stuff, and we we became friends. You could say I was in acquisitions for him. He did that, but yeah, he did okay. not he did not put a footnote in his book about me. I was deeply uh, deeply disappointed about that. But, but he's a good he was a good egg. How about you?
3: Well, I wouldn't say we were friends or nothing like that, but you know, we. Uh... We survived a rough expedition together. I don't want to get into it too much, but uh, let's just say as I was learning different languages uh, down in the, in South America, I was also uh, spending a little time with Jackson. I got to tell you though, uh, there's a bit of irony to this, you know, something horrible and you know, whatever befell him. He was always, uh, no, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. This didn't, happen. I mean, the things I saw, the things I told him, he never believed half the wood half the things I described and, well maybe you should have believed a little more and he'd still be alive that's all i'm saying i don't mean to speak ill of the dead just
1: no, yeah you know. I, I i hear what you're saying Louis. it sounds like uh i never been down uh down to that south of mexico right uh down you, there in south america Louis,
3: thinks for. yeah yeah it is
1: yeah i well I, I don't know nothing about none of that stuff but uh he was he was all right by me no,
3: he's not right, guys. He's, he's a good guy. you know, he handles himself in a fight and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, he hung that skeptic badge around his neck just a little too heavily as far as I can say. Maybe open his eyes a little bit more, he can see more things. And, I mean he ain't gonna see anything now, I guess. But I was you know, gonna say he's seeing nothing peace. but the
1: inside okay. of that uh inside of that coffin now, but uh you know, rest in peace and all that.
3: But uh Sorry. I got a telegram from him. You know, said that, uh something they need to
1: talk to me about
3: that's the only
1: reason i was there so uh seamus pulls out his telegram he goes that's the same thing that i got i was in chicago and i got this telegram i, I got to tell you i i kind of burned some bridges in la and I, I i was kind of in the process of burning some bridges in chicago too so i thought hey eh, go check out my friend uh jackson elias in new york so what happens uh, the day i get into new york like uh, the dude turns up dead in some some crazy swanky damn is shooting people in his hotel
3: room. I don't yeah. know. I mean, ain't that the, that's just the way of the world, isn't it? This is how it goes these days. You know, the twenties. I suppose you know? so. I
1: suppose so. <laughs>
3: crazy times. But anyway, I you found so? this. Go ahead. Oh, no, you you go ahead, Louis. I was just gonna say, and so I'm gonna start undoing a here and I'm just gonna like if there's if there's a coffee table or a dining table somewhere. I mean, obviously, that's I will nice help talk. myself. I help myself to whatever alcohol there is there. You
2: can't fill you. I, I I highly doubt you can empty my uh, my stash. But
3: <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> I would like to rail a constitution test to see if Louis can. Dep- uh, but no,
2: okay. I'll pull
3: out. <laughs> I'll pull out the. Uh,
2: I will stop you.
3: <laughs> I have a gun. <laughs> I'll pull out. Uh, the what did i get i got the matchbox or excuse me the the matches i got the penhue foundation like all your travels uh uh sheamus is that what you said your name was Seamus? Uh, yeah you could call me Seamus, louis I if, if it louis i could call you louis that's the only name i got so yeah that's fine and i'll put it down and be like you ever uh, you ever been to london in all your travels you ever burn any bridges there
1: no, yeah, I
3: was in. I was in after the war. I st- I stuck around in yeah. England
1: for a while. That's where I met. Uh, that's where I met Jackson.
3: Then you uh, you might have heard of this one. The Pen what is this? hue Foundation. You ever heard of this before? Oh no,
1: You You're talking above. Uh, you're talking above my head. There. I uh, I stay a little closer to the streets. But uh... okay. What about Shanghai?
3: And I'm gonna go ahead and pull out
1: the matchbox
3: <laughs> now. You ever you ever burn some bridges in Shanghai?
1: Can't can't. Where where is is that? Is that south of, is that south of brooklyn
3: i mean technically i think yeah
1: I, I don't think i know no shanghai it's all right
3: it's it's a ways it's a ways okay you don't know anyone by the name of uh warren bayside or nothing do you
1: no i i, I definitely don't know that fella no money so i don't so I don't.
3: just running through everything <laughs>
1: and if and yeah and
3: that and they'll be like all right all right and i'll just fold it back up and start tucking it back in and everything
1: Seamus is horribly uneducated.
2: <laughs> I love this. I think nice.
0: they both are.
1: <laughs> no no no. Now
0: louis
2: got some education. education. Oh
3: Louis half of this is Louis in act. He plays he plays down so that people don't take him too seriously, so he can observe a little bit easier. But yeah. Louis Louis Louis's smarter
1: than he looks. So Which well, is not hard because he looks like he just got run over by a, <laughs> by a truck. So Seamus will start to pull out all the stuff we found on the body and i said well I don't, I don't know i can't make heads and tails of this stuff either Louis. i was gonna wait for uh wait for mrs west to get back but uh this is the stuff we took off of the off of the body at the uh the whack job who uh put the hit on uh jackson and that's the you know the business card from right. emerson imports and the harvard university uh professors uh, and the playbill for the um, court of darkness that we missed from tonight
3: uh, Matt, as a wasn't the Emerson one in New York? As a yes. as a local New Yorker, would I have any
0: Emerson Imports? Uh, I'm gonna. You probably had no interaction with it, but you you know exactly yeah. where it would be located when you see the address, okay. like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. West Forty Seventh. Yeah, we It's can
0: it's in. I'll tell you this. It's in Harlem. Oh no, no Emerson Imports is not in Harlem. Uh, sorry. Yep. I apologize, I misspoke uh, Yes, so you got Emerson Imports It's here in New York, you know exactly where that would be And you got that name, Silas Naquan huh. Written in the, on the back Nice
3: Yeah, yeah. Emerson's right here in Manhattan <clears throat> West 47th Just a hop, skip, and a jump
1: mm-hmm. Well, maybe after we uh, reconvene With the, the Mrs. West, we can Figure out uh, What all the pieces of this puzzle mean Well, maybe the two of you can figure it out
3: yeah i, I mean I, i'm here to help
1: but I, i don't uh i don't reckon i understand too much of what's uh going on here
3: well i think what we got is we got a guy who got murdered and he got murdered because he knew something if he was into something he shouldn't have been that's 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 the long and short of it i'm sure more complicated than that obviously but uh you, you're some you don't
1: sort of, you some sort of gumshoe louis
3: yeah that's a word for it it's, that's that's PI is fine with me, but you don't kill a man and spill his intestines onto the floor of a hotel. That's just not, you, you don't see it too often. Usually, you know, someone gets shot, maybe punched, stabbed, pushed, you know, hit with one of those cars, maybe a mule kicks you, something like that. But no, you never, this is this is new. It's, you don't know, this doesn't happen every day.
1: I, I mean, I've seen the boys oh, in Chicago wait. do some work, but I've uh, I never seen nobody carve nothing in somebody's head like that.
3: What was carved in his head?
1: It was this weird weird symbol, and and uh, will try to draw it out. Um, it was all oh, uh, like some moons and some squiggly lines. I uh, I
3: don't know. We're would louis have any is there anything on it that louis might be able to recognize from his previous excursion down to uh, or his time with quentin or anything like that
0: okay so quentin uncovered a lot of things with really good roles connected to stuff later in this yeah. campaign uh let me take a look here there is a chance that this will <laughs> ring a bell this, there's you got your drinks being mixed. You turned on the radio. You made yourselves at home, the two of you. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I I uh I'm wringing out my socks because they got all wet and like in the sink and like talking over like yeah yeah. So you said there's there's like moons or something and just wringing them out.
1: Yeah, mm. some some like carved moons on the side and then like a star in the middle or something with some lines coming off it. i I never seen nothing Wait, like it, Louis. Like.
0: Make me an intelligence roll. Kind of jogging memory. This is years ago. This is like a 50-50 chance for you. Alright. You remember Tintin talking about something. He found some symbols when you guys were down in Peru. And started talking about this crazy cult out of Kenya called the Cult of the Bloody Tongue. And (laughs) you swear that this symbol he found in the books when he was going through the books there in Peru and talking about these things. you guys kind of all wrote them off as crazy. This symbol... Was a symbol that was associated with the cult of the bloody tongue.
3: You are, uh, you're a religious man, Seamus. God, uh, devil, all that kind of thing.
1: I I, I believe in the good book, uh, Louis. I, I I can't say that I've been to church a lot in the last few years, but you know, my mom and dad before they uh, before they uh, passed on, they we went to church at least, uh, you know, uh, on Christmas.
3: Okay. So just. Kind of casual. Well, not everybody's, you know, casual about it. So I, we, had, I had this friend. I mean, friend might be extreme, but I mean, associate down in Peru. Uh odd fella, brilliant, one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. But uh, he, uh, he read some some good books and puts a few things together. And I swear to you. And I'm, you know, it's been a while. I've, I've admittedly, I have consumed. Excessive quantities of alcohol in the past five years, but I tell you, this thing looks familiar. It's, it looks—I mean, it sounds familiar, you know. It's, it, he he had this theory that there's these there's these different, you know, what do they call it? cults, something like that. You know, we were down in we were down in Peru, South America, and he was like, no, 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 no. no. Some of these things is Africa. And Africa's like all kind of in a way. It's like there's an ocean between, that kind of thing. So on the same day that I'm coming to meet old friend Jackson Elias who gets his intestines ripped out, I see a symbol that another old friend down in Peru where I met Jackson Elias says is from a death cult of some kind, some bloody tongue or whatever in Kenya. This doesn't sound like coincidence. It doesn't sound
1: I, I don't know what we're getting ourselves into here, Louis. This, uh, this sounds like some very shady business. I mean, I'm used to some slightly shady business. I walk on one side of the law, but uh, this is a this is a, this is a little bit crazy for me.
3: Yeah, it was a little crazy for Jackson too. I got okay, It
1: was it was very crazy. Well, at least tonight was very crazy for Jackson. But God rest his soul.
3: And the Jackson <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> Clink.
0: Uh, I gonna say Veronica, you're gonna you're, you're coming home at this point. It's been a few hours. These two have a kind of been talking. and you get to the door of you live in a what a very posh apartment uh, in yeah. New York and you can hear the radio blaring from inside your apartment. You hear drinks being made, clinking you of ice. It. the two, two voice of two gentlemen just kind of like in casual conversation <laughs> with one another inside your apartment.
2: Yeah, the, the gun is drawn. Uh, I looked through the keyhole, probably uh, seeing it's them. It, uh, actually, wait, do keyholes work like that? I've never done this before. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Gun up. Uh, she unlocks her door, pops in.
0: You know, she she's ready to shoot to kill. You, and, you see uh, the two she... of them? They're sitting there. They they like made themselves at home. <laughs> they're sprawled out on two uh, two different couches. Uh, Louis got no. He's barefoot. He's got socks on his shoes.
3: I'll be like, two hours. They just put you through the express lane, I guess.
1: <laughs> hey, Mrs. West. It's good to see you, Mrs. West. Thanks for the digs. It's a good place to cool your heels. I suppose you came in through the chimney. Oh, no. We
2: came right in through the front door. You're locked. You need a much better lock than that, Mrs. West. I will expect you to advise me on what I should have uh, lockwise in the future. Namely, what you can't crack. Um, well, well that's, you- that's going to be a very small list, Mrs.
1: West, but I'll be happy to tell you. Because I took huh. a look around your place, you got some nice stuff, but nothing that I'd
2: want to, you know, nick.
1: So you, you're
2: okay. Um, let's uh, let's talk turkey. Um, you folks, uh, obviously, uh, are here. You got,
1: on... you got turkey in here? <laughs> I didn't see no turkey, Louis. When I looked in the refrigerator, I, I didn't see any turkey. But I didn't eat the turkey.
3: I haven't eaten since breakfast. Is all I'm saying.
2: There's probably not much in my refrigerator. I usually get lunch out. Of town. Um, but uh. Yes. So, I've learned some things from the police department, and I'm assuming you've been talking uh, about what has happened. So, let's all make sure that we're on the same page here. This man's been murdered. We all want to find out who did it and why, for various reasons. But I, in particular, want to find out, because it's going to make an absolutely excellent Publicity stuff for me, but um, we we can get into that future uh, in the in the future. Let's discuss what we have on the table Well, Louis
1: and I were talking about that. I don't, I, I can't make heads or tails in none of this stuff. Uh, it's just, but uh, but Louis was saying something about uh, uh, some kind of death cult and bloody tongues. I I don't know, Louis. What what was that all about?
3: Uh, yeah, the, the shame is say he got some carved in his, his forehead there. Right. Might have some sort of like uh, cult like uh, significance to uh, a certain group in Africa. It, this ain't my expertise. We need to consult some with a little bit more rigorous academic background, of course,
2: but uh, I got an my old no- friend. Dr. Mordecai Lemming is an expert on this particular phenomenon i should think we'll give him a ring maybe when it's not so late in the evening um and uh
1: there's also that match booked. i mean I, I i don't know none of this high pollutant you know educated uh book stuff but uh i don't know how to go into a bar i mean a stumbling Tiger sounds like an okay place by me. Is that around here, Louis?
3: No, that ain't that ain't in these parts. It's right in New Jersey. Out,
0: I, yeah. that's, a- <laughs>
3: that's out in Jersey. You don't want to go there. It's crazy. Just people, oh. bronze and orange. It's uh, it's like a different planet.
1: I tell you, I, I don't know much about the, the geographies of these places, so uh, you got to keep me straight there. You
2: know, I was born in Jersey. They say I'll die there too. Looks like this is from Shanghai and
3: Look at a random place. Born in Jersey, huh? Okay. Okay. Yes.
2: I've moved up. Uh, and uh, I I kind of I kind of look at it and I'm like, Shanghai, Shanghai. And then I, I grab the um I grab the the picture of the um the boat and I'm like, these are Chinese junks. I wonder if there's a connection between these two establishments. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, I look over the, the whole, um, all the clues and stuff. Kind of, like, you know, pile them on my, uh, on my coffee table and in some sort of semblance of an order.
1: <sighs> well, what do you, what are you thinking there, Mrs. West?
2: I'm thinking I need something, uh, stiff. You look like you're the kind of person who knows how to make a drink i pointed the drunk person
3: i don't know how to make one i know how to drink them i just slide (laughs) the bottle over i don't see the point in mixing it together that just seems like wasteful
2: (laughs) fine this is good liquor i uh pour myself a shot of bourbon I'm, i'm guessing and uh then I, I kind of, um, you know, I, I, look, I look over the things more and I say, so uh, while I was in the um, interrogation room, um, thank you for giving me the moment to, uh, to talk with some cooler heads. Uh, I met a certain Lieutenant Poole who seems to be um, perhaps one of the only innocent uh, members of this uh, precinct run by Captain Robeson. Uh, and this gentleman does not strike me as the kind of person who would be all that peachy keen if we uh successfully cracked this case um, I think he's he's indicated as being quote unquote on the take now i'm not sure what sort of uh, mafiosa organization is paying cops to ignore. This type of affair, but it's certainly not uh, your standard-issue mafia killing, in so far as I'm aware. So this man—this man's probably uh, in on something. Uh, something we want to uh, find out more about.
1: Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's not the, it's, it's not the, None of the boys work. I, I, I don't think Jackson would be mixing with no hooch runners or nothing. So I think you got the right of that. This, this don't strike me as any kind of, uh, of uh, work from the mob, Louis, I don't know. You know, New York mobsters, but uh, I don't know no boy in Chicago would, uh, would, would, uh, would hit somebody like this. Ain't no button I mean, ain't no button man in Chicago is gonna come at somebody with a crazy knife and a turban. Uh Jackson doesn't seem as to look they get tied up in that either.
3: So I don't really see especially we got all these other things, left, right, and center, pointing at us, uh, this 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 ain't got nothing to do. This ain't got nothing to do with the families.
2: Doctor Mordecai Lemming has heard of Oh, sorry, let me back up for a second. There have been other killings perpetrated by men with similar symbols on their heads as the one we just saw. In here, no less, New York. And Captain Robeson's been covering them up. Um, Dr. Mordecai Lemming seems to think that there is a connection between them and African death cults on board. Well, you ain't and- wrong with the death cult thing. It was our dear departed line of work
3: yeah, maybe uh Matt would Louis know anything about uh would he considering Louis is a private eye who periodically works with law enforcement in New York Yes, would he have any insight into these this this rash of murders that's being covered up
0: um the murders we publicized, so you are aware. Living here in New York, you have heard of these things. They've been going over, uh, happening over the course of two years. These murders, okay. with these people with these symbols being carved in their their heads, um, and they're all done. It seems like with with knives or some sort of cutting weapon that these people are killed. There was no rhyme or reason to them, and it was rejoiced when they brought this man, this Hilton Adams, uh, in for these crimes, and he's currently serving uh, and on death row. At Sing Sing, so you you are aware of these, and and you've seen this before. So it is odd now that Veronica is mentioning this. You're like, oh wait, yeah, this doesn't add up. This this made the papers. This was a big deal. This was case was closed.
3: Wouldn't be the first time they got it wrong. Wouldn't be the first time they uh, got it wrong and covered it up. All I know is we've got wildlife. Seven eight pieces of paper here. We got names, we got places. Some of them right here in New York, some of them up the road, and Mass. I mean, there's a few places I think we could check out pretty quickly. Got Emerson Imports right on the corner. We got this uh, whatever this talk was might not happen today, yesterday, whenever, but we can. I mean, the professor, we can ring them up. They
2: got a department. We can talk to them. Absolutely, I have quite the connections in that department
0: prospero house his publisher is also another lead here that you are aware of that it's based out of new york there's that letter that you received that was addressed care of um we may want to to harvard care of prospero house in Mm lexington Avenue, new york city so you know prospero house is here yeah and yeah and then there's the was there was what was the thing wasn't
3: there like a talk like a yeah there was a talk one night only cult
0: of darkness um so, you know, it's Professor Anthony Cowles, who is currently based out of Miskatonic University. So you could always... But, ring it, but the Miskatonic. talk was at NYU, yeah. It was at NYU, yeah. Schuler Hall. You don't have a date of when that took place, though. You can always go to NYU and poke around and ask.
2: Okay.
0: I mean, presumably they have a secretary.
2: People have phones now, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You could ring them. <laughs> I could ring them. I've got my cell phone pretty late, though, now, right? I was going to say, well, it is so late.
0: The three of you have kind of drank through the night. You're trying to put clues together. You're trying to figure this out. You've been thrown in a wild situation. All of a sudden, there's a thud at the door as the newspaper is delivered in the morning. And you all kind of, like, look up, and you realize what time is. It's like 6 in the morning. You've been up all night dealing with this. None of you are tired. None of you are really quite drunk, either. Just kind of the shock of everything that has taken place. But the, the New York Times... Is that your doorstep? Well, I do like reading it. I have a clipping of it in my purse. Yeah, you grab, I'll take the, it. you grab the Times, and on the front page, there is an article on there. Author, murdered by brutal killers, body found in Hotel Chelsea, possible connections to Harlem murders. Manhattan, New York, January 15th, author Jackson Elias has been found murdered in his Chelsea hotel room. The killers are reported to have used long knives to butcher their victim. Lieutenant Martin Poole of the murder squad stated that he is exploring possible connections between this murder and similar slayings in Harlem last year. Local resident Hilton Adams was convicted of Harlem murders in October last and is awaiting execution at Sing Sing. Sing. Lieutenant Poole offered no opinion whether this murder, this new murder indicates that Adams had accomplices or is innocent of his earlier crimes. You find that article right on the cover about your friend. And out of curiosity, you flip to the obituaries, and you do find an obituary for Jackson Elias, and it mentions a funeral uh, January 17th at 2pm at Cypress Hill Cemetery in Brooklyn. So it's currently January 16th, so you also know that there's a funeral being held for him. Also, where you might be able to maybe bump into or run into some possible acquaintances or other people or find some clues.
2: I have so many great
0: outfits for funerals. (laughs) and I think that's a good place to leave it off at because it also gives us a good point uh, for our other players to jump in at if they all meet at a funeral or something like that we got a lot of leads we got to figure out where we want to go from here I can tell you right now these leads turn into more leads Uh, (laughs) in New York alone so we got lots going on Uh, let's do the round table Aaron what do you got going on this week? Uh, tomorrow, I'll be playing some more Call of Cthulhu on Garblad
1: Games at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But it I'll be in 1942, Two Broke, Libya, uh, taking on the uh, Black Sun Nazi organization with Akchung Cthulhu. Uh, then Thursday night, uh, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, Blades in the
0: Dark. Blades in the Dark. So hopefully it'll happen. <laughs> hopefully and then... Yeah, that 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 rounds out my week. Uh Pat, what do you got going on this
2: week? I'm taking off the wig and dramatic. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so uh Diesel Shot is doing stuff this week. Um, what is today? Tuesday. Tomorrow we have our sponsored game of Worlds Without Numbers. Don't miss it. We awesome. are super working with Fool's Moon uh to produce this amazing show. Uh, some of my favorite Twitter users are uh, on the channel. Shout out to uh, Corrupt the Spirit if she's here in the chat. And um, on Thursday, we are returning after a stint doing our sponsored game of Fat Magic, uh, which just successfully ran its Kickstarter. They killed it, fucking knocked him dead. Um, we're returning to our Uranium Fever show, which is, uh, you know, the Fallout verse. I've got a vault suit. I got all hussied up for it it's great stuff um and um let me think on friday i'm back on Garblog games for vampire the masquerade
0: Ooh, it returns
2: world builder nye oh shit no i'm at work that anyway don't miss it though <laughs> i i might I might not be there but don't miss it Garblog games friday i won't be there unfortunately very sad about that uh spoke too soon saturday i will be running a game of mothership probably on the channel diesel shot 8 30 till whenever est and on monday we return to high roads we skipped this week we was out of town uh we're coming back to high roads monday don't miss it um and of course next tuesday
0: right back here back to masks in islethotep
2: uh and jeff what do you got going on this week
3: yeah, twitch.tv slash lollygaggers. Friday, we're playing. We're taking a one week break from Delta Green to, uh, we got, we're down a player. So we're going to do a little one shot of a game called Trophy Dark, a little horror fantasy. Uh, Saturday, we're doing Worlds Without Number. Uh, Monday, we're back to Alien, uh, where we're continuing our Cinders of Heaven campaign, Chapter Three uh, with Colonial Marines. Uh, and tomorrow night, I'll be over on Defenders of Cobalt as we have started up a Pathfinder second edition uh, campaign. So you can always check that out as well
0: cool yeah and uh, yeah thursday night i'll be here with jeff and aaron doing Blades in the dark and sunday night on the free league channel doing more alien with aaron and others uh thanks everybody who joined us tonight we kicked off this is a massive (laughs) this is a mega campaign we're gonna do it in pieces like we did the last one we'll get new york out of the way and then we'll move on to the next place and the next place the next place we're gonna make our way through masks and alotho tip so thank you everybody who joined us for session one kicked it all off the death of our dear friend jackson elias uh we'll see you next week tuesday have a great week i'm gonna roll us out on millie's awesome intro again good night everybody